Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Give me another hint. You're looking at the other hand. I'm if not you looking look at the other hand because I'm not looking at the screen. If you are, if you are, so you're going to see just, Hall and Oates. I am. I'm going to see Hall and Oates. That's awesome. Where is uh, it at? Yeah. Mohegan. It's not uh, on their website. Uh, it's in October. It's like October. 8th. Oh, I was thinking August. It's no. like down the road. Yeah, no, no, no. I it's did down not the road. go far enough uh, down the list. Had I just expanded the list to see exactly that on October ninth is Hall and Oates, yeah. then. I don't know because October thirteenth is Smashing Pumpkins, and you know maybe you want to. No, no, I'm not a, I'm not a big uh, Billy Corgan guy. You um, know what's interesting about that whole, this whole thing is, is now in this topic of conversation. Um, is is some of the other concerts that are coming around the area, and you just never know. I don't know. In which like in which area? My area. Same place. I bet that one's weird. Remember all the concerts? They are. There's literally two days before the one you're going to. Yeah, I saw, I saw that. I was like, oh, that'd, that'd be kind of fun. Uh, it's, it's fascinating. It's interesting. I'm having no trouble hearing your sound bites today. Oh, we figured it all out last time, so you're good. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, de- I'm deaf, and, deaf in both ears now. But, you know. Well, that's a volume issue, but that's okay. Uh, on your part. Uh, that all gets fixed in post-production, my friend. Acknowledge me! That's cool, though. Going to see Hall & Oates. That is... Yo, whoa, here I come. Whoa, Watch whoa. out, boy. Here you come. Watch out, boy. She'll chew you up. I hope you got these $150 tickets. Uh, no. The, I like Hall really the number no. one selling duo in music history. They might, I guess I could see that. I mean. I don't know. It's it's funny because, you know, Hall and Oates. Because duo, they, they duo were, really eliminates a lot of people. Right. but And, and in the 80s, like, yeah. you know, when they were, when they were Hall and Oates, like, it really was like hit after hit. Like, yeah. 
Like, like you make my dreams come true. Man eater. She's gone. Like it's, it's crazy. Um, uh, Sarah smile or whatever that song is called. No, it makes sense. It makes total so, sense. And I'm not, but no, I, I but I did totally learn about it on the screen crawl at the, uh, at the concert. I was oh, did you like you saw, I was, I was wondering about that. Like, is it well, something that the came Mrs. O'Dowd, the, the Mrs. O'Dowd apparently knew about this prior to concert and forgot to tell me. Uh. <laughs> so the concert that you just went to the bare naked ladies concert, was that her idea or your idea? Oh, that was totally mine. Okay. Um, but she's a fan too. And, yeah. The Gin Blossoms, also respectable, you know, but not five to six kids in a, like a three-year period in the '90s or something like that. It was we, uh, it was Toad the Wet Sprocket was the uh, was the opening act I can and think of their one. one hit. Yep, one song. Uh, I, can think of. I I knew of one. All I want is to feel this way or whatever that song is. Um, and we missed all of their set except for their last song because that's, that's good well we booked a dinner reservation and we were hungry so we the, the dinner reservation was for 6 30 and the show started at 7 we got in at around 7 45 there's that's where you get fast food and go see the concert but i wasn't in a big hurry to money. see we did we all i also had a really good steak and liked it a lot and don't get to drop my kid off for an overnight and do a you know, a full on date with, right. with the Mrs. O'Dowd the way that we got to. So fuck you and your fast food. I'm eating a goddamn steak and paying $200. Hey, I, I want to hear walk on the ocean. That's all I'm saying. Like if I'm seeing toad, the wet sprocket, that's the song I want to hear. They played walk on the ocean. Um, I, I do believe that was the, uh, the end. That would, yeah, oh, that was their last, be, like, the last two. Either the last song uh, before the encore, they don't get an encore. They're like the opening act. They didn't get it. They didn't get it. Well, nobody did an encore. They did a. What? They did a. They did a super group of the '90s encore thing. So they all got an encore, but okay. they didn't get an encore. You know well, what I mean? And like, bare naked ladies. I mean, honestly, the best part of seeing them live is when they do like the the mishmash of '90s songs that they didn't come up with. They 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 did. Uh, yeah, their their medley this time included yes, medley, a whole lot of medley. love. A whole whole lot of love by Led Zeppelin, uh, which I was surprised at how the drummer for the band took on the vocals for the medley, and I was better than expected um, with that particular uh, that, that particular tune. They uh, the best part about that whole concert was, and, and this goes back to your point. Uh, after we're walking out, so the Bare Naked Ladies, this yeah. will surprise people. The Bare Naked Ladies haven't stopped making music. They put out an album last year, and that, that will surprise like, people. Like, as a fan of the band, of course, I knew this. Um, you know, stupid shit all the time, though. So that's nothing. But like, I follow the band. Like, I've seen the Bare Naked Ladies live more than any other band I've ever seen. You know, even over like Queen and stuff like that. Uh, right. But we're walking out, and it was. You know, it was very clear that there was a significant portion of the audience that thought the band broke up in like 2002 or something because this dude was all indignant being like, like, sure, I get you want to play like your new stuff, but that's not why we came to the concert. Which is and, true. And yet they played the stuff that they wanted to hear during the concert. Like, oh, of course. you got you got one week 
you got if I had a million dollars, you got Brian Wilson, you got um, most of Stun. It's all been done. It's all been done. Like the only song they didn't play that I really like from their older stuff is the song Alcohol, mm-hmm. uh, just because it's funny and they they just didn't play it. And That's part of that is because, actually. well, they don't. It's hard because they had two lead singers for a long time until yeah. uh, until a really nasty breakup from uh i can't remember the other guy's name but like he left the band they got in all kinds of big uh legal fights over rights to music uh, particularly over the big bang theory song Mm -hmm. because uh that you know he claims he wrote it they claim they wrote it uh they still perform it at the concert though because i definitely got to hear that at the concert and the place the place went as loud as when Brock Lesnar hit the ring for Money in the Bank. Probably because not everybody there realized they did that song. Oh yeah, it's like um, it's like one of my one of my other favorite random bands that nobody cares about. They might be Giants. Mm-hmm. Did the theme song to the TV show uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Right, I remember that. And yeah, nobody nobody knew that for a long time. But it was it was a lot of fun. It was a fun concert. Uh, Mrs. O'Dowd likes. 90s music too so it, it worked out well the gin, the gin blossoms i was surprised how many gin blossom tunes very much I was like oh yeah they did write that song and that guy the lead singer for the gin blossoms had the line of the night when he was like so back in 1990 whatever i wrote this song and i was really sad but then it sold 40 million like 40 million records and i didn't care <laughs> like it was it was just like i you know i made bank and he he was very much like we were the gym blossoms and we made a shit ton of money in the nineties. Right. And now <laughs> we don't even like each other, but we're doing this concert so we can make more money. Yeah. And that's right. just how stuff works. The The first time I ever saw Bon Jovi, the foof, no, not the, no, it was Goo Goo Dolls open for them. Uh, and, Goo Goo Dolls. And then every other time we saw Bon Jovi, there was no opening act. Cause they were like, fuck that opening act stuff. We're just gonna. Yeah. That's, that's like a queen concert, man. You, you get nothing. Well, I, but I share the money. No one's coming to see anybody, but the, like it's just you know, no absolutely is nowadays. we saw garth brooks no one there was no opening act and the concert was still a billion hours long well and Gar- garth garth brooks is a hell of a performer anyway garth brooks and it was stage guy before he went on the stadium tour he said he was just gonna do these arena tours and then he was gonna quit he's quit a bunch of times he's he's rick flair he's terry fine right. garth brooks um who he's not is chris gaines that's a deep cut for anybody out there um yes but he, so he did six nights in Phoenix. He did a weekend and then like he did like two, I don't know. He, he added dates and cause it sold out so much and we bought tickets from somebody back when we did this and we were at show number six of six and we got in late because the two concerts were back to back. So we probably got in like an hour and a half late um, to a Sunday night concert. And he comes on stage and he's explaining the whole thing. He loves Phoenix. He hasn't been in, you know, it was like first time in Phoenix in like 20 years. And he was like, I don't know if I'm going to be back. So if it's okay with all of you, we're just going to do them all. And he literally just did like everything. He took requests and even took a request from somebody. And, and he like the band didn't even know the song. Like he just played it on his guitar. The lights were like da- like they didn't have a lighting package for it or anything. Just, he just, a, it. just a spotlight on him. And basically stood it stood there at the edge of the stage and sung it like to that person. Um, but yeah, just an amazing performer. And still, if he is faking how overwhelmed he is by the fact that everybody there loves him, despite the fact he's Garth Brooks and been doing this for a long, really long time, he is a really good actor. 
And right. I've seen Chris Gaines, and so I know he's not a really good actor. So uh, I got two Chris Gaines references in two minutes. You did. That's how amazing. about you? Uh, We've also now been recording for 10 yeah, and a half like, minutes. Um, talking talking concert. You, you've been listening to Concert Talk on right? Greg DeMarco's show. Greg and DeMarco what's funny is because I'm also planning on opening the show to talk about um, Thor and tell you all the ways you guys are wrong about Wicked Nerds. Oh, Phoenix! <laughs> hey, yo. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. It's Patrick O'Dell. You straight punk bitch! I mean, you're just gonna replace me. Shut up! Brenda Morales, the biggest slut in the Western Hemisphere! Why do I have to have a buzzer? You are now and will forever be an asshole. Because it's my show. And I love you, Greg. You guys know how to party. You're welcome. What is up? It is a Tuesday. I feel like, 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 why open the show like normal when we've already been talking for 12 minutes? Like, I just, yeah, we, why do all that stuff? It's Greg DeMarco's show. I'm Greg DeMarco. You know where you are. He's, he's Patrick O'Dowd. You know what you're listening to by now if you've, if you've, if you've stuck. What's funny is that you, you, you basically know at this point to be careful because as you're telling the story, you're talking about the Mrs. O'Dowd and the little O'Dowd and all that, not knowing whether or not I'm even recording because you know there's always that possibility. Well, I got I gotta have words with the bandwagon. By the way, speaking of of me being careful with my words, I gotta I gotta, I gotta stay in the room next time. Why? Because it's the kid's first name. Na- too many name drops. Too you many said drops. the kid's first name on our show. Yeah, but I don't count. <laughs> but he there are to do as I say, not as I do operation. Maybe don't put yeah, your son on a podcast, and that wouldn't happen. No, I'm just uh, kidding. No. It was fine. He's he he gets he gets a little too excited now. I'm a little, I'm a little oh, of nervous. Of course he, he does. Take my, he's going he's to host take a my podcast job. someday. Uh, Watch. He he will host a podcast someday. Um, Greg DeMarco Show, Chairshot Radio Network, Chairshot.com. You guys know all this stuff by now. Thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your Head at Chairshot Media, like, subscribe, leave a five star review on any of your favorite streaming platforms Google, iHeart, uh, or Google Play, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. They keep changing the name. Um, Spotify, that was the other big one that I always mention. Go out there, like, subscribe, leave a five star review, turn on notifications, tell a friend. God, you know what to do. You guys have been listening forever, and we love and appreciate you for all of that. We're gonna have some fun today. We've got some different things to talk about. We, uh, because of the way we plan things out. And, and the fact that I want to talk about Thor, we're not going to talk about all the annoying things about wrestling this week. So that's good because um, we spent okay. plenty of time doing that. Um, and, and that'll be lots of fun because we don't care about an Italian no-selling and we don't care about 
um, I don't know, whatever stupid thing Tony Khan's doing next. I don't even think he's actually kind of stayed out of the news, I think. So uh, we're definitely not talking about um, Jordan Grace or whatever her, her name is because that whole thing is stupid. And I don't even want to bring it up because there's enough toxicity in the world of wrestling right now. But before we get going, Patrick O'Dowd, I listened to Bandwagon Nerds. Um, got to the Thor portion and listen. And I mean, a lot of the stuff you guys say is, is good. The problem is you've gotten to the point now when you've got four non-bandwagoners on bandwagon nerds, the, the level of understanding of why certain things happen seems to get removed. All the things that you guys said shouldn't have happened in the movie absolutely should have happened in the movie because those things were there for my son, for my daughter, for my wife, for me, for 75% of the theater that was dying laughing at all those stupid Taika Waititi jokes. Um, it, it, it all was there for them. Uh, it's kind of the wrestling equivalent of it's not really for you. It's not for us. Maybe. I, I Stop gatekeeping. I'm not gatekeeping. I didn't gatekeep it. I didn't say you're an idiot no, for know. liking. And in fact, it was bandwagon approved at the end of the yes, day. Yes, it was. I Barely. But it was. About, by my estimation, they actually were more firmly. Like, Dave gave it a 7 out of 10. I, like, the number whole thing, the number, the number thing is stupid. I don't even understand. But I'm numbers. just saying that's that's a good thing because people need numbers. You know that. Like, it's why even though, you know, if you were entertained, a star rating shouldn't matter. They, people still cling to star ratings. It's yeah. the same thing with us. We, know, we understand the metrics and how the masses work. But a 7 out of I, 10 to, like... If you equate it to mathematics, that's a 70%. Well, a 5 out of right. 10 would be a failing grade. A 6 out of 10 is, is a failing grade. No, that's it. That's, that's, if you, that's if you look at the American grading system as your metric of right. quality. Like, when I rate I've, – I've explained this when, back when we did the nerd reviews. I started at 2.5. And yeah. And a 2.5 means that's a watchable movie. And then as you work your way up, that's, you know, better and better on like right. how much I liked it. And if it goes the other way, and this is why I get called the East German judge all the time. I started a place and then I work, work my way down or up based on my enjoyment of said thing. And if I don't give something a five out of five, suddenly I hated the movie. I did not. No, nobody cares about your rating system. Rating. They really don't. I mean, it's we fine. might as well talk That's about. That's why we stopped doing the nerd review. Dave Meltzer, and no, you stopped doing the nerd review because you guys got lazy, and and star rating. Got what? And I said you guys stopped doing the nerd review because you guys got lazy. Um, I don't know why. No, I got busy. I, I have like other jobs. Yeah, that yeah pay we me. all do. Um, it's all good though, but the 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 rating system is whatever. I can tell you, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Um, I analyze, I go, I go to movies for enjoyment and I don't really care. Um, only thing I could say is if you want any rating, I did think, think that Ragnarok was a little bit better, but not a ton. Yeah. Um, but besides that, I, I thought the goat, I thought the goats were funny. I enjoyed the goats. The goats are funny. um, They, 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 they they teetered on that line and didn't overdo them. So that was good. Um, so yeah, my buddy, so I, we happened to run into another family that we're close with and like literally uh, didn't know that they had picked the four seats next to the two Again, seats. I had it, it, let's assume everyone listened to bandwagon nerds. No, cause I didn't talk about that part. So you did no. talk about this. Uh, that I ran into my friends by yeah. accident. 
Um, but he thought the goats were funny every time they showed up. <laughs> I every thought, like I said, like, there was just enough. Verbally laughed. Just enough goats. Um, I, I, uh, I was actually really concerned that they had off cord um, for a minute. Yeah. Like when he gets vaporized, he gets smushed, and I was like, yeah. oh, it's like, oh, thank God his face is back. And then we didn't talk about this on the show, but Cord's gay. So it, my daughter and I and see, and it, it was implied. It was the implied that they're all men. Like, I don't was, know that Korg is gay or that his race is just all men. Yeah, that was the thing. Is it was, It's kind of implied that right. they're all men. Kind of like Wonder Woman um, was races like all women, right? Um, Korg. And, and, but I think they did to play it up. Like when he was talking about holding hands for a month on the, you know, on the water, like they were definitely looking lovingly into each other's eyes. But yeah, you basically had right. a gay male character and a gay female character, even though they really didn't push that with, with, uh, Valkyrie too much. I would imagine some of Valkyrie. I was surprised, I was surprised by that because after Ragnarok, that was the big talk was, yeah. Oh you know, they have a gay character and they, I think people really thought they were going to explore that. And, and maybe they did it on Korg, purpose. Maybe they, maybe they made a Korg instead and just went that way. Just right. to, well, I mean, her little, her little caress of the, yeah. uh, the Olympian girl and just talking about how she's been out of, like, she has not found love since she lost her love. Right. Like her backstory is tragic there. backstory. So it, it like, you know, there. they made it clear that she was gay this oh, time yeah. around. Whereas in, in Ragnarok, I think Taika was reined in and didn't get to go right. as far as he wanted to take it in the first go around. I'm just glad Lightyear came first so all the idiots can get their rage out about having a gay character in a Disney movie before uh, before this sure. movie came out so that people can just get their stupid stuff out. It's it's funny because kids kids don't register that shit at all. That's just normal. Like yeah, gay no, no, no kid is going to watch Lightyear and, and become gay. Like, it's just stupid. Whatever. Right. Or or think that that's even an unusual scenario, that, that, a, that a child would have two mothers. Yeah, it's just, no, whatever. The whole thing is, oh. the whole thing is stupid. But thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Um, as, as I I'm would, glad you did. I am a, um, to, 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 to piggyback on, I am, I am down with fat Zeus over the other Zeuses. I am fine with right? that. Um, that was funny. Because that is, does stick with the mythology. Not that they do. Um, the other thing, like if I was on there, I would have pointed out that you guys were like, oh, now Valhalla exists, whatever. This is really our first foray into the afterlife. And I was like, did none of you remember Black Panther? Like, No, that afterlife. Like it's, it's not even so much because the Black Panther afterlife thing is really – can be taught can be talked away as a hallucination because of the right. drug of the flower and where it takes him. Uh, and ten, I mean, if you watched Moon Knight, you saw Afterlife with Moonlight. It's it's more of its its growing role. And I think yeah. if you haven't watched Miss Marvel, by the way, I think that's another thing to check out because they actually have a whole other layer of talking about things like dementias versus multiverses and yeah. like where that character's. Um, ancestry comes from is more of a overlying overlaying dimension similar to what i would argue is an afterlife so anyway i just think the other thing, now back. i remember all so, the, the the funny thor stuff that that you guys thought was too much definitely not too much like the fight scene early with the blue people i don't remember what they were calling how he destroyed their castle it was hokey it was over the top it was corny and whole audience loved every second of it where I was like, sure. 
And it was early in the movie, too, and I think that was part of the key. Like, if it were later in the movie, it would have seemed a lot more out of place. Um, but being early in the movie, and, and I think it, it worked. Um, Korg as the narrator for a lot of that was definitely fun, too. But, uh, yeah, no, just a fun, fun movie and one that, you know, enjoyed and, and glad we got in. So we got there, and this was what I found most interesting. Um, you know, when, when we joked about how, uh, you know, the movie industry was going to be dead, right, because of COVID and, and, and everyone. And, and first off, I could not imagine well, we watching, this, it, yeah. watching this on my TV screen for the first time. I'd much rather watch it in the theater. Right. We got to the theater, and they scanned our tickets, and we walked through the thing, and then we couldn't move. That's how long the lines were for the concessions. And, and this theater uh, has see. quite the expanse. Like, there's a good 50 feet between where you walk in and where you go up to order food. And it was just, and, and, the line, and on the, it's around um, where, you, where you walk in. So the lines on the sides got even longer. And, and it was just completely packed with people getting concessions, getting everything. More than I saw pre-COVID. Like, and, and I'm sure some of it was just the timing of what time we went. But um, just crazy so, amounts of people. Now, now, did your theater, because here's what, it, one of my favorite things about when the theaters returned to business uh, was that, the options to order your snacks and concessions ahead of time. No, we don't have that. Oh, you, Not at that, that's the best, man. That's the best. I, I just pop up on my app. I was like, and, and this is Cinemark is the company. Not only do they, um, like, can you do that? It remembers your order from your previous movie going experience. Yeah, it's like, easy. you ordered this last time. You better do it again. And I'm like, yes, please. And they're like, your show time is at seven o'clock. When would you like to pick it up? 650 please because that's the latest time you can pick it up and it's just on a shelf like i walk Mm -hmm. in it's on a shelf and i laugh at all you trolls that wait in line while i with my crown and bag of popcorn no we um grab my food we don't have that i've been to some of the theaters that do have that and um you've been you have those fancy theaters that like, haven't you been to the ones where, like, you sit at, like, a dining table or, like... Well, it wasn't a dining table. It was the like cushy that. chairs with the fold-over table. That one yeah. closed, unfortunately. Oh, sad uh, That was Studio you. Movie Girl. That was the best. And then Harkins, which is the one of the big theaters out here, which is a Southwest thing, so you don't have Harkins. Um, they're opening two dine-in theaters, and one of them is in Peoria, which is another western suburb of Phoenix. It's not too far. So we'll probably partake in that one. Um, plenty once it opens. See, up. I want I want to check out... So the uh, the casino that got built mm-hmm. in Springfield, Massachusetts, next to us, has what apparently is like the nicest, cleanest theater in Western Massachusetts, okay. um, and has like the best service and all this stuff. I want to go and check it out, but it's like out of my way. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, we used to go to Studio Movie, and I'm lazy. An hour away, it was in North Scottsdale, and it was definitely out of our way, but it was worth it. It didn't survive, right? Perfect, right. Which sucks, but. That's too bad. You know, whatever. Well, we're going to talk about They ended up closing like two theaters oh. of their whole chain, and this was one of them. So, yeah. nice. It could have a lot to do with the state of Arizona. I don't know. You know, business in different states is different. I only really know about business here because that's the way I do it. But, um, yeah, so there you go. There's our th- If you want to hear a more complete and, and um, you know, thorough review of Thor, go listen to Bandwagon Nerds that dropped this Monday on the Chairshot Radio Network at thechairshot.com. You get that. You get what the last episode of the boys, right? Was it the last episode? You do the, the boys, season yeah. Finale. Season finale of the boys, yep. which was awesome. A lot of stuff in the middle. Um, 
yeah, definitely, definitely enjoy that. So, some inside moments that made me laugh that I texted Patrick about that nobody would get. But, yeah, lots of good stuff. Definitely do appreciate everybody listening, being a part of that. So go check it out, hear about Thor and so much more on Bandwagon Nerds. We're going to go to commercial, and when we come back, we're going to talk about NXT. I'm so excited that we're going to talk. If you listened last week, you knew we were going to talk about NXT today because the theme of this show is Patrick O'Dowd watched NXT, and I can confirm that Patrick O'Dowd watched NXT. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up one of those beautiful chair shot t-shirts. They look good. They feel good. They're not expensive. Even if you get them in soft style and spend a couple extra bucks, they do about a billion and a half sales per year. So you can always find uh, whatever price you're looking for and, and get something good. And it does help continue the movement. That is the chairshot.com and the chairshot radio network. But we're not just saying give us money. I mean, I guess I could like give you a PayPal or something, but uh, we're not just saying give us money. We're saying buy something that supports us and you get something in return. Because that's how we do it here at the Chair Shot Radio Network. So head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and get one of those great chair shot t-shirts. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net.
preview for you, Patrick O'Dowd. We can do it plenty more between now and October. Of course. Yeah, I wonder how many times they'll play that song. Will they, will they both open and close the show with Maneater? Probably not. They got such a big cat, unless they do a medley that it's part of. They do. I'm just, I'm just trying to be funny, man. You just never know. I mean, that's. I still remember years ago reading an article that talked about a Right Said Fred concert. And and they played three songs and two of them were I'm so I'm too sexy, so it checks out. I mean that that's all they had. So we are talking about NXT. If you listened last week, we got into a little bit of talk about NXT, and I told Patrick O'Dowd that I believe I firmly believe that he would enjoy NXT 2.0. He watched the debut episode of NXT 2.0, um, but a lot has changed since then. So it gave him the challenge to pull up, watch the Great American Bash edition of. NXT 2.0, and then come on in and let us know what he thought. So, Patrick O'Dowd, thoughts on NXT 2.0? At least what you saw, because you saw Great American Bash. It's not that Patrick has been watching for months and is giving us his opinion. He watched the Great American Bash. Oh, no, yeah. I, this is a cold watch. Great American Bash was what I, yes, is what I checked out. I, uh, as, as you kids like to say, I was sports entertained. Um, I thought it was a good show. I thought it was um, a lot of fun. Um, I definitely, you, it definitely felt like a WWE product. Um, the episode that I saw, like the people that stood out to me, or the 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 performers that stood out to me, were kind of the more character driven. Uh, characters like I thought Wendy Chu was a lot of fun. I thought Andre Chase's classroom thing was interesting and entertaining. I didn't quite get it. I don't know if this is a thing. Is this just been a thing like Chase U is like is oh, that a segment thing, yeah. that happens on NXT? Um, and so the folks that were like in his class, then he kicked somebody out of class because they they talked about John Adams signing the, you know, saying that Independence Day should be on July 2nd. I thought that was funny. Um, I, uh, I, I like the, the Creed brothers, oddly enough. Um, though I've commented on them before and it's basically yes. like everybody was, what's going to happen when, you know, now, now they're FTR. When, when FTR leaves the WWE and it's like, they, they just gave you a, a two more like well they're totally different though. they're nothing like ftr i mean they're different yeah, yeah. Uh, but the that that concept is still the same like the concept of being a tag team like i don't understand oh stop it i really don't understand uh, they're nothing alike no, they're the steiner like, brothers they're not ftr they would uh, be great opponents for I mean, ftr anyway as it was that was the first thing i thought of was two guys here's why Here's why. Because I don't watch FTR the way everybody else watches FTR at AEW. I remember the revival. The revival. They're not and that different. They they are a little different. Um, and here's the thing: is the guys in singlets do it like going like if you want to say if we go with the signers like FTR never me, wore singlets. I don't want. It's, it's... Okay, whatever. Recency bias, whatever. To me, that was the impression I got. I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Fuck off. Like you can yell at me over and over again. That's what I saw when right. I saw them come in there. Okay. Was I saw this look, I saw this approach to how they worked in the ring, and I went, oh, they just tried to replicate this. I did see the resident Steiner, I did see the resident Steiner work, um, and you know, still think he 
has the look uh, and seems to have at least the in-ring charisma. Uh, match was kind of, seems like maybe, um, I don't know, it left me wanting a little bit more. I did like Cameron Grimes. I was happy to see him right. uh, uh, doing his thing and get it done. You know who I um, was not wowed by? Who's that? No, oddly enough, like, and she, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the, the Patrick O'Dowd's favorite statement in regarding this, this person, but Roxanne Perez was fine. She's um, fine. She's fine. Awesome! Uh, you know, she, I came to Okay. It was a tag team match. Uh, she's not a tag team match. It was a tag team match, and, you know, and I know she's, as we're recording this, um, Pursuing her uh, her title opportunity against Mandy. Yeah, I don't even know if she's um, getting it. She got attacked in the parking lot, so I don't even know if she's getting the title opportunity. Oh, did she? Yeah. That explains Wendy Chu's tweet about the parking lot has more wins than Goldberg. Um, <laughs> Wendy Chu was a national treasure, but. Well, and, and that was the the thing that I tweeted to you about is mm-hmm. that people who are mad about it, Wendy Chu, I don't get I it. I don't get it. Um, and and I think what I said was that. The same dudes who are pissed off about Wendy Chu's character and personification are probably the same dudes who back in the 90s went nuts when Japanese guys jobbed to a ladder. Like as a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, and love Kenny Omega wrestling like, blow up doll. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Or was it what's that what was that little girl's name back in the nineties? I can't remember um, her name, but she was President like, Ramu or something yes, like that. Yes, yes. Yeah. Is that what it was? I think she still works. Like, but now she's an adult. Good for her. Now she's an adult, but like child wrestler, people would go nuts for her. We used to do that message board draft and somebody would draft her every year and folks would be like, that's so great. Those are the same people who now are pissed off that Wendy Chu wrestles in jammies. She's a Japanese professional wrestler. She actually right. goes, has a different name now. She goes by uh, Ram Kachow or something like that. And she, uh, mm. yeah, she works, still My- works for Ice Ribbon. Which is a Japanese promotion, right. and uh, the Carmelo Hayes Grayson Waller match was, yeah, what, in my opinion, was the best match of the night. Uh, both of them are great. I really liked Grayson Waller for some reason. I don't know. Oh why. yeah, he's a star. They're both like stars. both of them. Both of them were great, and actually, there's a baller picture posted by uh, by Carmelo Hayes on on his Twitter today, probably on his Insta as well. Of him sitting on a couch with some honeys if you will um and all right let's let's just get it all in elton prince and kit wilson i was like oh look they put the model rick martell they cloned him and made him a tag team that was their gimmick i think even before they joined nxt though NXT, um right but i'm okay with it because i'm like look how pretty you are and look at you doing the the model rick martell shtick as a tag team you need they need they need so they need their own fragrance they need some arrogance which is really funny because um, the whole deal with, um, you know, the whole male model thing they're doing now in SmackDown sucks right. and would be a billion times better if it was pretty deadly. Right. Like it would be, but it's not. Um, and it's okay. Max Dupree, LA Knight, Eli Drake, Sean Ricker will overcome. I don't know about Massey and Mansois, but... I do believe they will. He will overcome. Those guys will probably get released. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think you pretty much covered. It's to me, it is definitely more WWE than the old NXT was. 
But I, but if you right. look at the success rate of people coming out of NXT, it isn't what you would want it to be, um, especially when you look at people they they really pushed, like Aleister Black, who's not even with the company, and, and you know, and, and so many others. Like it just didn't work out, right? Johnny Gargano was chilling at home. Tommaso Ciampa might work out, might not work out. Like at least now he's got an alliance with the Miz, and maybe that'll help him because it helps everybody. But it's, it's, yeah, it's just, I just find it interesting. Um, you can definitely see, you know, Shawn Michaels fingerprints all over it and, and, yeah. and I'm fine with that. But, um, yeah, I really do enjoy NXT 2.0 a lot. Um, yeah, Andre Chase is, is it, it's, it's all definitely on purpose. It's all definitely the, the, the shtick. Class, before I continue, I just want to give a special shout out to our new students. Welcome to Chase University. As we all know, yesterday, America celebrated its Independence Day. On July 4th, 1776, America adopted the Declaration of Independence. Bodie, what's wrong? Am I boring you? No, sir, not at all. I'm sorry, Mr. Chase. It's my roommate. She doesn't sleep. Mr. Chase. We watched Money in the Bank like 50 times. We're like brother and sister, right, buddy? Yeah, yeah. Now that's what I like to see. Chase, you making memories happen. Question in the back, what's your name? My name's Chad. Mr. Chase, did you know the Declaration of Independence was created on July 2nd? And John Adams believes that July 2nd should be celebrated instead of July 4th as our day of independence. Who the f do you think you are, Chad? You come here talking about John Adams. Who the f did John Adams ever beat? Don't tell me about the birth of this country. I am America, baby. Now you get the hell up and you get the hell out of my classroom right now. Don't you ever come back. Now where was that? All right, England. Mr. Chase, wouldn't it be sweet? I just love Andre Chase and Chase University. Like the stuff they do is just, it's just hilarious. And they're all like that. The, the girl, Thea Hall, is a recent signee literally signed her contract with WWE before she graduated high school. And so she's being this super uber excitable thing. And, and Bodie um, is the only other member of Chase U who's wrestled at all and has teamed with Andre Chase. And they're definitely like, when you can see it, like, like they're definitely intimating that something's going on with Bodie and, 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 and Thea Hall because of, of the things that the, the looks on Andre Chase's right. face when he was talking about making memories and all of that. But um, it was just downright, hilarious like like the very first time i saw chase you and he starts cussing i was just like oh this is this is brilliant uh it's the whole bobby knight thing he even wears the red and all that that's harlem yep. bravado of the bravado brothers from oh Maryland. nice yeah my Lance gosh bravado i would have never i know I, right? I would have never known that had you not told me yeah that's harlem bravado of the bravado brothers from ring of honor fame lance bravado i think is out of the business but um so so, yeah. By the way, the text you sent me, not surprised in the least. It's funny, too. So, so the text Patrick Goddard sent me was that Cora Jade turned on Roxanne Perez. And in, in the Chair Shot Facebook group, I just love people don't think sometimes. They're like, well, it can't be Cora Jade because they just won the NXT tag, the Women's Tag Team titles last week. And I'm like, do you think they care about the NXT no. Women's Tag Titles? In fact, this is probably how they get rid of the NXT Women's Tag Team titles. Because they don't care about women's tag team wrestling, um, marginally less than they care about regular tag team wrestling, unless it's the Usos. So it, it's, yeah, I'm not surprised at all. 
not not one bit. So, because we got a takeover coming up oh. in August, anyways. But not a takeover, but you know, they're how, how sorry, I went and looked up old photos of the Bravado brothers while you were talking about them. Like, it's crazy, yeah, isn't how it? about that? Yeah, it, it, it you wouldn't have thought, but yeah, I remember when he signed and you know, they, they listed him by his real name. And then they indicated that, you know, in the Independence Ring of Honor is Harlem Barato. And I was like, what? Like, because he never really made a splash on the Indies, no. not like some others, but has definitely found his place and, and has found his... Find, his find, find a voice. Yep, find a voice. Um, I Another really dug... I, I, I did really dig the whole Roderick Strong and, and Damon Kemp versus the, um, versus the yep. Creed's match you know that's that's all part of diamond mine all in the same faction um roddy strong's definitely odd man out right now in nxt like just does he fit right. does he not fit who knows diamond mine had a manager um in malcolm bivens of course now he's in aew that's back to being stokely hathaway um and 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 that's and he's amazing everywhere um and and so diamond mine it's like what's going to happen is roddy going to go is he's waiting until his contract's up because I don't see him, you know, maybe they pull him up, but then what happens on the main roster? I, I just don't know. Um, but, yeah, it's been a lot of it, – it's fun to watch. It's still one of my favorite wrestling shows to watch, I think, because that there's a certain level of excitement that's still there and energy that's still there yeah. for NXT. And then I do love, you know, right now Apollo Crews is there from, from the main roster, and there's usually somebody there from the main roster um, at all times. Of course, Dolph Ziggler won the NXT Championship back around WrestleMania time. Um and you know, I even said it back then when Dolph Ziggler went down to NXT, won the NXT Championship, and ended up putting Braun Breaker over. I was like, Ziggler will probably get another chance out of this. And here we are. We closed Monday Night Raw with Ziggler standing tall over Austin Theory, and now as a babyface. So WWE again, you make other people look great, you get a shot. It's the Jinder Mahal theory. Yep. So it's it's you know, and, and he got a world title run. Or it could just be that they decided that. They're not going to have Lashley wrestle Theory at SummerSlam, and he needed an opponent. And Ziggler is a great opponent for anybody. So, who knows? I don't know. But he sure is. Um, He'll make anybody look like a million bucks. That's but I true. really do thoroughly enjoy NXT. And again, here's what I maintain: and if you go back and you watch the uh, the special they did before the day before Money in the Bank, I don't remember what it was called. It was in your house. Um, if it was in Chicago and it was black and gold people would have been going nuts for it just like they went for the old NXT. Like I think they went too far when they rebranded it as NXT 2.0. If they just infused new talent and did everything they did, people would not, they would say it's not like it used to be, but they would not talk about how different it is because WWE decided to hit us over the head with it by changing it to, to to sparkle paint and, you know, blue ropes and all that stuff. And, and, um, in but that the, ruined everything, Greg. It, it destroyed the product and made it horrible. We can no longer watch it because it's colorful. I also I like my re- I like my wrestling dark and brooding. I like my wrestling dark. I'm not gonna lie. Like I like greedy over that. But um, it's weird, and and I have this weird ability to separate things. We've talked about it before. I love Ocean's Eleven, favorite movie of all time. I love Ocean's Twelve and Thirteen, but I don't compare them to Ocean's Eleven. Like, I just, I just right. separate them completely. I love NXT, the original one, Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, all that stuff. I love NXT 2.0, but I don't watch it and compare it to the old NXT. 
because I just it's just not fair. Um, and but that's what everybody wants to do. That's why I always make the rule like when WrestleMania rolls around, you can't ask which night was better because it's just you know it's also bad podcasting and everybody does it. But um, thoroughly enjoy NXT and thoroughly enjoy everything they're doing. So who you you watch the show and you, and you commented on a few different people. If you had to gun to your head or whatever, who are the who are going to be the big stars? Because even though it's closer now to the main roster than the old NXT was, it's still not the main roster, and it's still right. a lot of the same fans week after week because it's still in the same place, and it only holds like four hundred right. people, and they get in for free. They sign up on Facebook, um, so there's still that same weirdness with the, with the fan base where they can. It may not translate to you know I would say Topeka. Um, who do you think is going to translate and be big time money making stars on the main roster? Uh, I think I'm going to say this. This this is a potential. I think Braun Breaker is 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 a very has a very real opportunity, and not just because of who his daddy is. Um, I think there's a charisma there, uh, and that he could be a big big star. I do. We talked. We both we talked about both of them already. But Carmelo Hayes and Grayson Waller, I think, are both candidates to be legitimate big you know stars um i i want with the way they're booking her like i wasn't impressed and didn't see it but i could see them getting behind roxanne Perez because they're getting behind her really hard really early um with that i think wendy chu depending on what you call making it if they keep that character she'll have a place at the WWE. Like if they keep that character, she'll have a place. Another person I think will get a chance um, because of her look, uh, whether she is good enough to have it because of her look or whatever. Again, I watched her in one match against Wendy Chu, so not going to really say, but Tiffany Stratton, um, you know, like she, she's, working a gimmick that is that is kind of it and so mm-hmm. those are the ones that immediately pop to to me as in yeah these are the folks that really stood out to me watching that particular show now i did not get to see like and, and i I, w- I would say the the andre chase character has legs uh but again i only saw it once right i am interested but he didn't work the show he just did uh, run in backstage at Great American Bash, but I'd be interested to see what the big deal is with Solis Um But yeah. I, I don't know enough about him other than he looks like he could be a good de- big deal. Um, he talked for like 30 seconds on the show, so it's not even really like you can yeah, get he didn't have a big role. like his he persona. Right. Role. So those are those are those are my few that I saw. So if you were to go back and watch, um, if you were to go back and watch the Great American Bash, the, not the Great, in your house that they did the night before Money in the Bank, I think you would see some of it. Uh, Solo still not on the show, um, but Wendy Chu has a match in there, and Carmelo Hayes wrestles Cameron Grimes, and that was easily the best match of the night. And um, like I think Cameron Grimes is is. Not long for NXT because he's been there for a while. I think he's no. going to get pulled up to see what he can right. do there. I think he's going to put over J.D. McDonough, who was the guy, of course, who attacked Braun Breaker at the end, who is um, Jordan Devlin from NXT and NXT UK. 
Um, but that's his real name, so they had to change it. But um, I was really like, you know what? Give those two an hour. Let them do an Iron Man match for Grimes. Because Cam- Carmelo Hayes versus Cameron Grimes is one of the best NXT 2.0 matches I've ever seen. Like, that's that that would be a, a top one of the best NXT matches ever if it were under that banner. So, um, hell of a match, hell of a performance there. But, yeah, I think you're right. So, Tiffany Stratton is very interesting because that match that you saw against Wendy Chu was the first match where I felt like she has a shot. Like, and she hasn't been there very right. long. So, she is, is, you know, growing as a performer. And I do think, because she came from, like, the world of gymnastics or something like that. So, she's not a wrestler. Mm-hmm. And um, and I do believe she could, she can make it on, on the main roster. I agree with you there. Roxanne Perez, I think it, it just depends. Um, tiny, right. tiny, tiny. Like, I think she's smaller than Alexa Bliss, who's probably the smallest champion right. I've ever had, like, like that they've pushed. Uh, but she's the Booker T product from, from Reality of Wrestling, and uh, I just think she's got, you know, she's so young, and she's got so much time. Hopefully they don't rush her. Um, right. And, and rush her up there, because I think she can work. But she's going to always be the underdog, and, and that's just difficult. Um, Cora Jade going she, heel. She, she could be, she be Ray Mysterio. Right, which, and I think is that I think that's what she cites as like one of her major influences. Um, Cora Jade, I, I, I'm not sold on Cora Jade and haven't been. Um, we'll see what the heel turn brings, and I think that's going to really be the determining factor for me um, where they go. It's funny, I was having this conversation last week. Um, you didn't see her at all. You saw her in the promo packages, and that was it. But Fallon Henley, who runs around with Brooks and Jensen, I think she was tested price on the Indies and has been working for a while, but I think she's got a shot yeah. on the main roster. She, she could be like an Alexa bliss who does nothing in NXT. She's done some stuff and then goes to the main roster and flourishes. Cause she's super talented and, and really good. Um, it's funny because I was touting for the longest time, toxic attraction. And now I don't feel like they're going to make it on the main roster. Like, yeah. I don't think Gigi Dolan and JC Jane are going to make it. They're very, they, they, they stood out at first and then the women's area of NXT, NXT 2.0 got depleted a lot. And then as new women have come in and started to shine, I now feel like they're just not the same level as some of the other women. Um, mm. And I think I, how I described it was we have Gigi Dolan and JC Jane at home is how I describe. Like, no, I just, just, they just, they just don't, didn't. I hate saying they're nothing special, but I don't think they're anything special. Um, and if not, well, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't cite them, so yeah, I know. Um, if not for the whole Mandy Rose thing, I don't know. I know you only saw him talk, but Tony D'Angelo works a really good style in the ring, and I think he can, you know, amateur, lots of throws, all that kind of stuff. Um, I think he can make yep. it. Legato, uh, especially Santos Escobar, who was. King Cuerno and Lucha Underground, who, who I love, Lucha Underground and, and some others. He's older, so I don't know what their plans are with him. Um, I think he's right. 40, and, and not that 40 is old nowadays, but uh, he's 38. So, again, on the older side for what they do. So I just don't know what the what the plan is and if he wants to go back to Mexico at some point or, or anything like that. Um, so we'll see. But uh, And Wendy Chu, she's 30, so she's got plenty of time. But I do think she could – Wendy Chu it, – it's funny because you watch some of them and you're like, okay – Andre Chase could have a really long career, like, especially whenever R-Truth retires. Like, he could slide into the R-Truth spot very, very easily and, you know, be in the 24-7 division. Wendy Chu could kind of do that, too, and, and, 
and, and slide in and all around that stuff. But, um, yeah, Carmelo Hayes, big time, you know, big time star. Cameron Grimes, I think, as well. Braun Breaker, I agree. You know, I've said it since he debuted. Looks like Rick, sounds like Scott, like he's got, you know, and I do think Rick was probably the better worker of the two. Joe Gacy, who you didn't really see much of. Um, yep. The whole, you know, if he goes into the supernatural and everything could could work out as well. But um, I'm glad you watched it, and, and and hopefully you'll you'll continue because it is the thing about NXT is you gotta you gotta watch it and just see how everybody progresses because they are so new, some of them. And you know, Car- Carmelo Hayes, great example. He was an indie worker before he went there, and so he was able to take off right away. Um, just like Cameron Grimes, but some of them weren't. You know, Braun Breaker has never wrestled outside of WWE. Neither have the Creed brothers. Right. So, yeah, there's there's all that as well. Damon Kemp, I'm interested to see. He's super green. Um, he is um, the brother of of Gable Stevenson, so um, the older brother. So it'll be interesting to see what happens because he has you know the Kemp name now, but they're probably not going to change Gable Stevenson's name because they've already had him do stuff at WrestleMania. So that'll be interesting to see what happens with that. But he, he, you can see his development happening a lot. And, and, you know, he's where the Creed brothers were a few months ago and they've grown leaps and bounds. I can tell you that, um, and they cut people quicker, but some of the talent has really picked it up really, really fast. So however they're training right now at the performance center for the right people, it works. And it really works. Like they're getting them TV ready and, and they're getting them up there and, and all of that. So, um, yeah, could be, could be very interesting to see what happens in the future as part of NXT 2.0. So let's go to commercial break and uh, do a little listing. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Shut your dumb mouth. You just made the list. All right, Patrick O'Dowd, it is Patrick's turn this week as we do the list. It's our third list, so I will still talk about the, what we do here on the list. We basically just come up with a list, right? Patrick will give a topic. We will alternate taking turns, he and I, naming off a total of six different items that would then go on that list. Then we will alternate taking turns, putting that list in order, and that's how we develop the list. Our first list was championship belts. Our second list was money in the bank briefcase holders. Patrick O'Dowd, to what topic will we be able to say, hey, you just made the list? Well, we, I went with a, what I considered a fairly broad topic under duress because it can be interpreted a ton of different ways. Monsters of professional wrestling. I like and it. that could be, that could be, yeah, monsters of wrestling. That could be anything from a look to a character, all of the above, both mm-hmm. one or the other, plenty of room for interpretation. And I believe you said that you have a six person list and it's all abyss. I have Each 10. One. Oh, so you have 10, you have abyss listed 10 times. Very nice. Oh no, I, yeah. I have, I have 10 and then number 11 is anyone but abyss. Um, <laughs> you know, abyss sucks. So, 
Yep, I've I've got so yeah. And, and you get to go is, first. What's that? And you get to go first. I get to go rule, first because right? Patrick goes first, <laughs> and we make go. So my li- person that's on the list this time around um, was actually the first person that came to mind, even though many would not consider him uh, to be a monster just because of the legitimacy. But I think that's part of it for me. The first person that came to mind when we talked about monsters was the Beast incarnate himself, Brock Lesnar. Wow. All right. Coming in coming in hot. I can see that we're going in different directions. No. Uh, like I said, I got 10. So, and, and we'll go over like well, who, who didn't make my list and your list. Um, like well, who didn't end up making it. I, I, what, what's fun about this is as I tried to think about this and what, what counted and what didn't count or who I wanted to include or not include, um, the first name that I thought of back yeah, and this is because the old school wrestling fan mm-hmm. well, I got some really loved I and this guy had a dancing partner who his match his matches with as a, as a dance partner were legendary um, no matter where they wrestled they were they were an attraction match you knew blood was gonna happen you knew shit was gonna go down um, and he died tragically murdered in Puerto Rico, and that is Bruiser Brody. Um, that dude w- comes out with a house as a house of fire in the ring. You know you are going to get a violent, violent match, and there was nothing fancy about it. He was going to tear you up, and the guy was a monster. Period. He was, yeah, he was. He he would like be a monster in a movie. Like that's what, and yep. and and he definitely would qualify. I didn't have him on my list, but I knew you would. Um, Ellie, I knew you would have him on your long, like your short list, whether he would make it to the six, I didn't know, but I knew you were going to have him there. Um, for me, the next monster that I would put on the list, and it's actually in the same order, the second person I thought of after Brock Lesnar, um, also old school was Andre the Giant, who I would yeah, he was on mine too. to be a monster. Yeah. So the third person on our list is Andre the Giant. Okay. So we each got, so we got, I got one more. You got two more. It's going to be tough. Right. Well, and here's the thing is I I feel like this list, it's hard because he he started as a monster. Okay. Then was not a monster in the, in the, in the sort of the the character, like radical character changes before shifting back to the, the character that we all know and love. I was terrified of the undertaker as a child. Um, and he debuted well, like, you know, it was a, the the dead man himself. Yeah, like looked like a freaking corpse, walked around all stiff like, you know, and and that character evolved, and you know, and eventually he became, you know, he did emo taker and purple taker and tear taker, and then there was biker taker, and then he came back and kind of returned to his sort of mm-hmm. dead man gay spooky taker with lightning bolts shooting from his fingertips. He, he led a cult. Um, <laughs> He's done everything. Cried out he, he crucified... Oh, wait, no, he didn't crucify He symbolified. Anybody. He symbolified. He put it on a symbol, as Bruce Pritchard would say. Anyway, the Undertaker, he, he, was, he was the... the the mad like the magical monster of the wwe Mm -hmm. for 20 years 30 years it's interesting because when i was making my list i made a conscious decision to not have him on my short list 
because I don't think of him as a monster. I'm not saying we got to take him off. There's no vetoing, anything like that. Um, right. But, yeah, but I thought about him. I was like, no, I don't consider him to be a monster. I went back and forth. Yeah, that's fine. It is. So this is my last person, and there's really two that I want to put on there. Um, but But I need to make sure that one gets included because I think – this person would get overlooked a lot on these type of lists, but really does belong on the list because of the role that she filled in a lot of different organizations. Um, the one where it really didn't work out. Well, it didn't work out in a couple of organizations, but awesome Kong is the monster yeah. that I want to add to the list. Because like I said, I don't think awesome slash amazing Kong, but awesome Kong sounds better. So we're going to go awesome Kong is on the list. So, I've I've come to the conclusion that with with these lists, there'll always be one that just I people might question or find I don't know if goofy's the right word, but they're probably already gonna question Brock Lesnar, so it's okay. Yeah, well they're they're gonna they're gonna question because I, I think we're gonna, we're gonna leave we're gonna, there's a ton of names we're leaving off of this. Um, but I always think when I think monster, I think of how the characters made me feel mm-hmm. and really uh, got a reaction on me. And when he wasn't busy playing softball, Psycho Sid slash Sid Vicious, whether he was with the Twin Towers, whether he was just, and he is charisma. Oh, yeah. Like an intensity. He he was the literal definition of oozing charisma. And he would like that heavy breathing as he was talking about whatever didn't make any goddamn sense, but he would seethe into the microphone. And, oh, and, and he was always just, he was always wet. Like he was always like a sweaty, scary mess. And then he would fucking obliterate you in the ring and always hit a powerbomb and we'd go home. And, uh, love Sid. That's so the Sid. best definition ever. He's always wet. So I think this is going to become a fun part of this as we move forward in the future. Before we put him in order, Patrick O'Dowd, let's talk about who was on our short list but didn't get the distinction of. You just made the list. Because I got a bunch. Um, Yeah. I got a bunch. So here's who's on my list that didn't make the list. Uh, And I'll go in order because this is just the order that I thought about them. Uh, Of course, I had Brock Lesnar, Andre the Giant, and and Awesome Kong. Uh, Mark Henry I had on my list as a monster. The Fiend, I had on my yeah. list as a monster. Braun Strowman, I had on my list as a monster. King Kong Bundy. Bundy. Um, what's that? Bundy. I had okay. Diesel on the list as, as a monster. I had, and, and the caveat here was only his short stint in the UWF. I had Big Bubba Rogers. Not the Big Boss Man, but Big okay. Bubba Rogers yeah. on the list. And the last person I had on the list, ironically enough, because I said The Undertaker should not be on the list, was Kane. Because I yeah. thought Kane's character well, we, was more of a monster. Right. Um, That's who was on the list that didn't make the list. Not Abyss. So, as, as, as we talk about old school, old school people on here, um, yeah, I don't care what anybody else says. The Professor, Toru Tanaka... Um, like, and you're laughing. You've not had a Professor Toru Tanaka reference in quite a long time. I'm just excited I mean, that he made it, the show. 
him, Fuji, Saito, uh, you know, more, you know, most people would, would talk about, you know, like the, the sneaky Japanese bad guys, yeah, they but were the professor, years. the professor was brutal. The Samoans, mm-hmm. uh, were, were also on there. Uh, Frank's dancing partner, Abdul, the butcher, uh, quickly. Frank, by the way, being Bruiser Brody, Bruiser Brody. Sorry. Yes. Um, uh, uh, where you lost it. Uh, mankind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, but more, but very specifically mankind and cactus Jack, um, were two, but I never really viewed cactus as, as much of as mo- a monster, which is why that persona fell off more yeah. than mankind was, was creepy and weird. And, exactly. And yeah, the creepiness, hair out. Um, you said Bray Wyatt, uh, mm-hmm. or what well, you said, the fiend, uh, and Bray Wyatt as a, as a, you know, yeah. that character was not a monster. He was, he was a cultist. Um, and then this is the, and I'm going to own this and you can laugh it off, whatever. Um, but WCW, uh, when it was in this confused NWO yet still 90s wrestling carny times, uh, for all of that. If you, say, if you say the Yeti, I'm going home. No. Okay, good. But Mortis. Okay. Uh, as, as a look. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, and Rath was a terrible wrestler, uh, but you know the giant that was Adam Bob, who then became Rath, uh, as as like the sheer size monster sort of factor came into play. But uh, Mortis has a look with the skull mask and the, the martial arts, and that that sort of weird connection with Vandenberg was always was always nice. And then two more old school guys, Stan Hansen and Vader. Um, you know, like I can't like you watching. You used to watch WCW when he when he was allowed to put the headdress on the or the, the helmet thing and set it down on the stage and we'd shoot off the the. Oh, that was so great! There we go. So that is who didn't make the list on this edition of. You just made the list, but now we got to make the list in order. So Patrick O'Dowd, of course, you have Brock Lesnar, Bruiser Brody. Andre the Giant, The Undertaker, Awesome Kong, and Sid Vicious. We will alternate. That's Patrick's list, the topic this week, so he gets to go first with number one, and then we will put our list in order. So who is number one? So for me, again, because it was the first thing that popped into my head and is the one that I felt it begins and ends with, uh, for me it's Bruiser Brody. That, that 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 is my top choice. There you go. Even though he wasn't the first name I said, number two is going to be Andre the Giant. Yeah. All right, number three. Well, and I'm going to steal from your list for your number three uh, because he's still a beast and a force and is just always viewed as unstoppable as a monster, and that's Brock Lesnar. So that I am going to take advantage of the opportunity to give a woman her due since you're two other other ones on my list, and put Awesome Kong, who is the biggest monster the women have ever had, as number four on the list. Cool. Uh, Then that leaves me to choose between Sid and The Undertaker. Yes, between the WrestleMania 11, no, 12 main event. No, 13. Uh, 13, right. I'm going to go with Sid. Okay. I'm going to put Sid over Taker. Um, 
And that leaves you with Taker. That leaves me number six with The Undertaker. So, the monsters of professional wrestling. Number one, Bruiser Brody. Number two, Andre the Giant. Number three, Brock Lesnar. Number four, Awesome Kong. Number five, Sid Vicious. And number six, The Undertaker. Congratulations. You just made the list. I, I just had a thought. What's that? By the way. You know how so um, various websites will, will push like a f- composite photo out to like uh-huh. the socials to get people to like argue over it? Yeah. This this works itself really well for, for that if oh, we, we were ever inclined to, to be – yeah, I'm too lazy to do it. But like – I can do it. And, and I could like because I even have um, – um, you know, we have a couple weeks worth now so we can go back and start, right. start doing those. So – um yeah let me sorry i got a really weird sorry really weird uh really weird 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 text um my son's at camp and he wants to do something so yeah that's uh anyway here we go it's time for another edition of baron corbin Sucks. Now I understood it. It, it. it took a minute for me to understand the, uh, the text. My son went to soccer. I got up at 3 o'clock in the morning, 3.30 in the morning, oh, to take boy. my son to the high school so he could go to football camp because they left at 4.30. And, yeah, in California, football camp. Big-time high school football. You go to California football camp. So that's, uh, that's what they do. Also... Baron Corbin sucks. That'll do it for this week's edition of Baron Corbin Sucks. This is my yard now. Acknowledge me. Dean fucking Ambrose. Acknowledge me. Now it is time for this week's edition of It Needed to be Said. Patrick Goodout. Sometimes there are just some things in dealing with pro wrestling and you think about it, and it comes out, and you're like, man, it just needed to be said. There was an article this week that talked about the lack of wrestling time, bell-to-bell wrestling time on SmackDown. And, of course, we talked about SmackDown last week because I went to the July 1st edition of SmackDown Live in Phoenix, and I guess there was like 13 minutes of wrestling televised on SmackDown this week or something. Oh, hold on, hold on. It was 13 minutes and 40 seconds because literally I opened Twitter and somebody was bitching about it on okay. Twitter. There you go. Um, and, and, and of course, I, you know, there was a lot more wrestling when I went because there was the Battle Royal and all that. And, and I know the article that I read about it did have the caveat that uh, the Usos tag match or the Street Profits, whatever tag match it was, started during a commercial, so you don't really know how long that was. Um, and, and, but Bell to Bell on television was 13 minutes. And immediately, first thing that came to mind was it needed to be said, it's a television show. It's a TV show about wrestling. It's not a wrestling show. And, and so it's not going to, you know, some weeks in order to tell their stories, it's, it's going to have more wrestling. And some weeks in order to tell their stories, it's going to have less wrestling. That's just the way it is because it's a TV show. It's not a wrestling show. You have a wrestling show. You have a wrestling show on Friday nights and none of you watch it because it, it doesn't draw, even though it still gets highly ranked, but it, it, its viewership keeps going down. And that's Rampage. Watch Rampage. It's got a lot more in-ring action. Watch Dynamite, more in-ring action. NXT, more in-ring action. 
Raw even has more in-ring action. But, but of all the wrestling shows on television, the most television show of all the wrestling shows is SmackDown. Yeah, it really shows. is. It's on Fox. And it's, yeah. it's funny. Here, here's what I love is that um, I actually want to – because I'm reading through these tweet replies. So, first of all, there's, there's one person who said there's never been a period of wrestling in any promotion that skipped the actual wrestling until now. This person clearly never watched the WWF in the 80s, uh, where primetime wrestling on Monday nights, oh, like, God, yeah. oh, dude, like, that was a talk show. That was yeah. Vince McMahon wanting to run the Tonight Show. Here's, the other, here's the other one I love. This one I love because I read it, and I know you, I know what your reply – I want to hear your reply to okay. it. Like – if you're not watching WWE primarily because it's a wrestling show, what on earth could you possibly watch it for? Remove the wrestling. It's just a variety show with bits of drama. And there's far superior of those out there. Now, ignoring the far superior part. Yes, you are correct. That is what the WWE wants to produce, right? That's exactly what they want to produce. It's a variety <laughs> show. It's a TV show. I've said it before a million times. Wrestling is a backdrop. Vince Russo, right. who a lot of these ladies love, once said that what he really, really wanted to do was produce an entire wrestling show without a ring. And never did it, but um, he would have loved to have been able to put out an episode of whatever without ever see, stepping foot in a wrestling ring. It's a television show. Go to a house show. Go watch AEW. Go watch New Japan. There's tons of... Go watch Impact Wrestling. There is tons out there for you. It's just people just want it to be WWE. They want whatever they want, whatever product they love, to be WWE because it's easier to watch WWE. Well, the reason why it's easier to watch WWE is because all these networks covet it because it's not just wrestling. Right. It's just like what I said about Thor earlier. They put in things for the, the casuals. That's what they do because that's the audience they need. That's why the MCU is so popular, so much more popular than the, than the DC universe because they have catered to the casuals more. Right. And, and that does piss off some of the hardcores just like they do in wrestling. But it's still there. So go watch it. Right. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating too to, to really... I, I, just, I just don't get the I don't, like i don't get that people don't get this at this point because this isn't the first time this remember back god how many years ago back in the in the early days i did this i was this fan because remember when i would watch raw well, we've and i was high and we and we would talk about it on the podcast and i'd talk about oh raw only had 30 minutes of of wrestling this this week we did that and, and then we realized what she, like it's by design yeah. And if you don't like the design, like you're you're not owning the WWE. That's the thing that's funny out of this is you've 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 done nothing. If you were to if you were to go up to to the production team of SmackDown and be like, you only had 13 minutes of 40 seconds of wrestling this week on SmackDown, you know what they'd say? Yup. No, they wouldn't even say that. They would say like, we had an hour and forty. We had an hour and, and twenty-two minutes, or an hour and forty-four minutes, or whatever, of TV content of entertainment. Right. Uh, they're, they're a content generator. They're not a right. wrestling promotion. Yeah, they just they yeah they wouldn't disagree. That's what I would and say. They, they would be like they wouldn't, like, they they wouldn't, wouldn't be say, they, they wouldn't, wouldn't say oh we messed up. 
No, yeah, they wouldn't be scandalized by it or anything. Like you wouldn't, you don't, you wouldn't own them. Not at all. No. No. It's just anyway, silly. it is really, really just silly, and uh, yeah, you know, people are just never gonna, never gonna get over that kind of stuff. Never gonna get over themselves. All right, gentlemen, you have three minutes, and you better make it good. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. The clock is ticking, and we're in the clear. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. We got three minutes, and we're out Did I mention I got up at 3.30 in the morning today? You did. I mention that? Yeah. As that came up. I, I came home and went back to sleep, but it's, it's not the same, you know. At that point, I get home and go back to sleep. It's like after 5. So it, it, it's, you know, trying to get, you know... Some more sleep in to get up at seven and, and, and get to work. But surprisingly, I thought I was just going to like die during the workday, but I didn't. Um, still got the workouts and still did all of that. But yeah, like three o'clock in the morning. Reason I say that is because I had an idea for three minute warning and I'm just not even going down that road. Maybe, okay. It might even still be a thing next week. So that is going to do it for this week's edition of. The Greg DeMarco Show with Greg DeMarco and Patrick Dow. We talked about concerts. We talked about Thor. We actually talked about NXT. We had another fun list. We talked about TV time on SmackDown. I mean, this is the, if this is the new format we're sticking with, it, it's it's a variety show. I know we're the WWE. People could complain about podcast. the percentage of our show that was about wrestling this week. If they, they could complain about the percentage of our show that was about the current wrestling product if they wanted to. Um, and, and, you know, because if you don't count the list as, as current wrestling product, but we enjoy the list. <laughs> so obviously. I enjoy the list a lot. Like, it's I think it's fun. fun. I think that's. Yeah. Stroke of. Stroke. I realized after between last week's show and this week's show, I was like, man, did we just rip off the Badlands show? Like, did we do that? And not even realize it because they would make them out rush Maybe. more. They would just do. Four. I mean, yeah. But then when they came back, they were they were not even doing that. They were they were doing the uh, the the what if stuff that an idea yes. that the different people had. So yeah, cool. All's well that ends well. Oh, so. oh. By by the way, before you go, it's since we're talking about pimping our stuff, I do want to pimp this week's five by five. It's one of my favorite five by fives that I've ever done. Um, with Aesop obviously Mitchell. because you actually commented that you loved it on the Instagram post. I did. That's I, how much you love this episode of. I loved recording that episode. Um, it was it was a lot of fun, and I forgot how much fun because we. Spoiler alert: We bank those. Um, they are a break glass in the case of emergency sort of thing. So I record a bunch of them. And then as we need them, we post them. I had forgotten how much fun I had making that list. And then going back and listening to it, uh, speaking of list shows, um, the best of the worst and the worst of the best, Greg, it's good stuff. I really like it. it. Give it a listen. That's the way you do it. So I like it. I have not listened to it yet. I will. Uh, It came out today on Tuesday when everybody is, is listening to this. Um, work has just been insanely busy. So, um, as we have to hire a whole bunch of new people and all kinds of stuff for growth, which is very exciting, but also very busy. So yeah, go listen to the five by five coming up after this is the hashtag Miranda show. Normally I'll joke and be like, I have no idea what we're talking about. I have no idea what we're talking about. She hasn't said a thing. So I have no clue 
what the topic will be for this week's edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. But listen to that right here on the ChairShot Radio Network, along with all of the great content that we put out for you. Go to thechairshot.com, follow at ChairShot Media, follow Patrick O'Dowd at Wrestling Realist. It's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. There's no I in wrestling, but there is one in Realist. For then, there is one in Patrick for the Wrestling Realist, Patrick O'Dowd. You can follow me at ChairShot Greg all over social media. That's Facebook, that's Twitter, and that's Instagram. Yeah, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have a list that you want us to make, send it our way. Hit us up on social media, however you want to do it. Send us your ideas for a list. I I worry about doing that because somebody's going to be like, best matches over 27 minutes. And I'm going to be like, God damn it, now i got to think about it. Make them broad-based, like monsters in wrestling, right? That was broad-based. Money to bring briefcase holders. Okay, it's a finite number of people, but still, you know, championship belts like like that. This is this is what we've done so far. Um, plenty of things that we can do with this. <laughs> P- tons of stuff. We right. haven't even got into just like favorite blank, you know. So there's just the, the list can go on and on and on and on forever. And we both love doing it, so we're gonna keep doing it. You just made the list. So until next time, have a lot of fun. Always use your head. This guy was a monster, but not on our list. Could also be considered a monster. Definitely not a monster. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.